This is uh, Snow Horse and the Polar Bear, but if you guys uh, notice, the polar bear is not sitting across from me today. We have a guest who I adore. Her name is Lisa Bazelli. We're going to talk about a lot of different things, but the one thing I love, well, about many things that I love about Lisa is that she is uh, familiar with the Native Way, referred to as the Red Road. She's studied under some wonderful people, taken part in things we refer to and are referred to as powwows. I mean, that a, a little bit of that, she said, but I've been to a lot of those. I mean, I absolutely love that, and we'll talk a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're offering other things that, you know, when people are lost and they're looking for a way... I had I said on another podcast that if I were, you know, if, if I weren't going to follow Jesus in that particular way 100%, Native is it for me. Indigenous tribes, I mean, like attached to the earth and what they know about it, treating it well, treating each other well. Um, I personally am not in all the ceremonies, which is why I'm not in mainstream religion with all the funny hats and the ups and downs and the kneelings and the crosses and the, you know, saying it a certain way. I mean, God is listening, mm-hmm. you know, and I have said from the get-go that, you know, if you're alone and have nobody, you don't have a, a podcast or a radio or a TV or a cell phone or a book or a pager and you, your car's not working, you don't have a car, you're in the middle of nowhere. That is exactly to find who your creator is. That's what they refer to in the native way and spirit. And I refer to it as God. And I, you know, I'm latched on to Jesus because I have discovered <laughs> that Jesus has the goodies. <laughs> so I had followed God uh, not knowing I was doing that, you know, just talking to him my whole life. Um, not taught it, not forced into it, not wondering about it. I mean, it was out there. Nobody says to read the Bible when you're growing up. The churches didn't do that. Even it was sitting there, they did all the talking. And so um, I discovered, you know, like I'm going to say 10 or 15 years maybe, I'm just refreshing people's memories that I uh, of the podcast if they listen, is that I had my hands on either side of the Bible and I was sitting on what is referred to as a throne, but it was not a priestly throne. <laughs> just so people get a view of where I, I talk to God. And I asked, you know, the, of, of God, I said, if there's one thing in this book I need to know, what is it? Now, keep in mind that I, I've shared with people that I hear the voice of God. People come to me, book appointments for that. I'm doing this podcast so that people get free information. If, you, if people listen closely, they're going to get able to glean some information, you know, to apply in their life. So really, just asking questions of everything, you know, people, places, and things. And so I had my hands there. I asked that question, and I was given to uh, a passage. I know the word now, passage, and or scripture. I also now know that it was chapter and verse that I was told by God. And when I got to it, and remember, this is the book I was talking about. I wasn't in the dictionary. I wasn't in the phone book. I wasn't in a, any Koran. I wasn't in any of these other books. So I'm all of a sudden I'm Italian. <laughs> my arms are <laughs> I learned that from you, like flying. <laughs> so, so anyway, so my, um, uh, so the the answer was this, according to that book, and it was in quotes said by Jesus, and it said, "Nobody gets to the Father except through me." And in the moment, I was a little ticked because, I mean, I was talking to God my whole life, you know. But the thing is, is people come and book time for me, and I, I did clarify with people that there was no charge for so long, and it was my sister who said, "Look, you, you know." I mean, the messages are too big to charge for. You couldn't possibly charge enough to cover the thing. And, I, you know, people don't have money. They need help. And so she said to me, Lisa, you can, and Lisa is my given name, even though we're, um, snow, I'm Snow Horse here, and in the native way, that's a whole other story that I love to share sometime, is that you can charge for the time it takes to tell people. It sounds reasonable. And so people that do call me for appointments, 
if there is a life and death emergency situation or life and death concern, always, always, always that is free information coming from what I call God to me, to the person. Mm -hmm. I absolutely get myself out of the way because my earthly self is a judgmental, and there's some swear words, swear words I would follow that with, but I, <laughs> I try not to be. But in vision, I am not judgmental. So that being said, the, the native way is something I find fascinating. I did follow a bit of it. I love the powwows. I've been in several of the sweat lodges, um, and I'd love for Lisa to explain a little bit about that because it really did lead her to who she is today for clarification of spirit. Would you do that for me, Lisa? Well, yes, thank you. Uh, good evening or good morning to everybody. Um, uh, just the description. I mean, it's just this is this is you know. I, I, let me explain to the people out there too. I am brand new at this machinery. I'm brand new at talking like this. But Lisa and I talk regularly, and it's just like you know, uh, the polar bear. She had issues, you know, with the microphone for some reason. This is this is taped. It, it's you can take the information, not take the information. What we're doing is offering what we do know that helped us in our lives. Well, for one thing, I'd like to state um, I, I'm not Native American, so I'd like to put that out there. There's right. only so much I can explain mm -hmm. with any of these ceremonies because they're very. Uh, they're rich. Very, they're very private. And they're rich they're, in detail. Yeah, yes, yes, as well. And, um, but, um, but yes, I started on the Red Road. I met somebody. Uh, he was a chief, a very wonderful person. I still pray for him, mm -hmm. of course. Him and his family. Mm -hmm. uh, wonderful person. And um, uh, we met. Um, he had a table laid out, and he said he that was at a flea market, right? Yes, that was at a yeah. flea market. And I'm the, ta sorry. the table. So we're giving <clears throat> definition because on the on the camera, at least, it right, maybe help with our lips moving <laughs> that you understand that we're talking about. But the more detail, the better. Okay, so uh, I well, actually, you know, the the whole story is I just moved up to Lapeer from. Uh, Detroit area. I grew up in Farmington Hills. As, yeah. As oh my you. gosh, we just found out like within weeks. Even though we've known each other over twenty years, yes, that we grew up in the same town. Yes, went to the same school. God, God bless yeah, that school. No, isn't that bizarre? I mean, literally streets away from each other. I know, bizarre. <laughs> you bizelli. <laughs> it's bizelli. Uh, okay, Farmington well, knew us. <laughs> yeah, we got... I don't know why you didn't. <laughs> 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 that blows me away. That really blows oh me away. Oh my gosh, I I did not uh, go in the same circles. I was. I was, yeah. I was not doing those any uh, of those things. But go ahead. Sorry. So, you know, I had our time leaving. My mom passed. Uh, uh, we grew up in Farmington, ended up in Detroit. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had a very good time for, you know, why I was there. At the end, it was a little rough, and mm -hmm. I wanted to go. Uh, I moved up here by myself. Uh, got in a small apartment, moved up here. I'd say I was a bit lost with a few things. Mm-hmm. Um, so you were seeking something. I mean, I, I really was. And let me let me tap in here too. <laughs> not that, knowing, not knowing. Right, but let's 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 just take a little bit of learning moment here. Mm -hmm. In that, in in Christianity, let's say it, the the phrasing is "ask and you sh you receive," you know. But you're, and you're talking to God. The people mm -hmm. that say they don't know how to talk to. I've had a priest say, you know, that that's a gift. I'm thinking, this is a father figure. You are born of this entity. You have the right to talk and and expect. An answer, but somewhere along the line, people are shut off from that vessel because there are other humans that want control of the person that needs need something. 
so that they can either, you know, get notoriety or money or such like that. So, so in this case, um, Lisa was wanting answers. You know, you were going through things in your life and you were seeking. Yeah, I, I was. I, I, I do believe, you know, angels were, you know, watching over me and, and sent this gentleman. Whatever well, hard I, lessons we had with well, each other. Well, let me say this. That if, if there is a hierarchy and there are angels, then angels work for the creator. And the creator yes, has his, yes. you know, go-betweens that will help. Sure. I, I personally go right to the boss. I mean, I was bypassing right. angels. But they right. were there 100% because they still talk. But go, go ahead. Thank you for letting Some me jump in there. Some difficult subject, you know, to talk about. Right. Obviously, religion is, is not easy right. a subject. Uh, but, um, uh, yeah, so uh, we, I... I got a flyer. I went. I was the flyer had information about a gathering. I'm sorry, the flyer did have information about the gathering, and Mm -hmm. and Jeff had a. His name was Jeff, and Mm -hmm. um, he was the chief. Um, uh, He knew Mary Thunder, Mm -hmm. wonderful person. Yeah, I I met. In fact, I I was at 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 Jeff's mother's wedding too. Oh, that's wonderful! Yeah, and 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 Mary Thunder. Yeah, I did meet her in 2002. Mm -hmm. At. Star Lone, Texas. Oh, yeah. Lone Star. I'm sorry. Lone wow. Star, Texas. Okay, wow. Went to our house, too, actually. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. 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 Interesting. So at um, the gathering? The uh, gathering with the chief? Oh, yes. At the gathering, we uh, I, I liked everything he was saying about the Red Road and the Native American. And um, and the, na- the Native way is referred to as the Red Road, just for yes, the public to Yes. Yes. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I'm just adding things yeah, that I know. Yeah, the Native ways. Yeah. Uh, Yes, I was I was excited. It was something new, mm-hmm. and I liked all the people I met, and everybody was very spiritual, and it was just like how somewhat growing up with my family, mm-hmm. you know, my dad had knew a lot of spiritual, wonderful people, so that brought back a lot of nice things for me to meet all these wonderful spiritual people that um, had different gifts mm-hmm. to offer and different lessons, and not all of them were very easy. I think some hard, you know, hard lessons, but it's, you know, it's, it's, I'm, it's physical sh- work, too. Yes. That's what I like about that road. So oh, much. yeah, right. Well, yeah. I'm not into physical work. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do a lot of physical things, yes. but I, I am, you know, I'm going to just say that the... It's good for the mind, you know, like oh, for me. For oh, yeah. me, it was. Well, I do like, yes. I like physical things. I am, right. I mean, I like hands-on right. tasks and, right. and chores and things of that nature. I'm you know, the earth, the animals, right. the cleaning. I, I mean, I just, that is who I am. Right. And I had physical jobs and I, and in my life, you know, that reaped rewards of financial gain. But as far as a, as a, as an entity that's taken care of me, I'm all for the one that says that you can do it, what they can do and greater things than those. Mm-hmm. Instead of someone that says, Oh no, you need to come through me and I'll let you know. <laughs> No. <laughs> you know, I'm not for that. Yeah. So the less work, the better. And and for right. me, that's that's what Jesus provided. Right. You know, uh, for me. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's, it's a wonderful. Right. Thing. But the thing is, yeah. is as you're saying with, with with regards to doing the work, is you put in the time, you sought, there were uh, challenges that you had, and and you you purged through them. I mean, yeah, you, yes, there was you, major, you focused. major challenges. And that yeah. is the thing about some of the things you're talking about, especially in the Red Road. There's a, a lot of opportunity to focus and get through things. Yes, and, and, and um, just so many lessons. With guidance. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, so, so many lessons mm-hmm. when, when you go. Right. Uh, every time. I like the vision <laughs> every quest. Every time. I, I didn't do a vision quest because I do vision work every day. Right. I mean, I, I'm very fast at certain things and, and um, get answers quickly. But there are those that don't. 
There and are so, those that don't. And so there are different ways out there that will get you to uh, the creator, to closer, people that need others for networking, which the Native Way, I liked about that. You know, in, uh, uh, I got to say, I haven't walked to a church yet that didn't have its crap. <laughs> you know, and I'm, I'm not doing it. You know, if the guy in charge that I call the head cheese, I don't care if he's called a priest, a bishop, or a reverend, whatever they are, if they don't have at least as much faith as I do or bigger than that, that's people trying to contact me. i sorry. i sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> so, uh, so, so I'm just saying, there are people that need to take the steps. You know what I mean? I'm like, turn, turn the switch, let me know. But I also did it since I was a kid. I was also, you know, set apart and, you know, not a, necessarily abandoned, but I was with a lot of people, but not getting what I needed. And so I just went into conversation. I explained right. on a podcast that I didn't read books because people wrote books. I did not trust people. Mm-hmm. And, but it worked for me. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you. My whole family are like, you know, they were into readings. Yeah, wow. right, right. Yeah, they, Visionary yeah. readings and such. Well, well. I mean, some people call mainly, it psychic and. Mainly you know. cards and palmistry. Okay, okay. But there are, you know, and people are against a lot of things. And I'm going to tell you, all roads, if you're seeking the highest power, the most loving, gifted entity that I refer to as God or creator in mm-hmm. native way or spirit, mm-hmm. it will get you there because that entity is calling you home, calling you, and and as you seek, it will speak. So will the other entities. But you discern between the two and listen to that voice. And so, and you're finding it and found it through the Native Way and peaceful yeah, people. Well, and, 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 you know, also, you know, the church as well. I mm. mean, I had some well, wonderful experiences there as well. So I, um, Father Solanus is in Detroit. Right, right. What a, one, what a wonderful place. Right. But uh, there's it's nice. I think everybody there, should go there. There is well, one. at least once. Well, say say it again. Say the name of it. Father Solanus. And it's in Detroit. Yes. What road is it on? Do you know? Remember, it's it's okay. You're on I, camera. They're watching you oh. do that. I love this. This is what I love. No, I, but these are the I, antics, and this is this is what makes this amusing. Okay, so, so it's Father Solanus. Right. Yeah. Is he still alive? No. Oh, is he? No. His spirit's probably there talking. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's a wonderful place there. Yeah. Um, so, um, I don't know. Oh, we're talking about the Red Road. Red Road. And, and the, um, the, the Sweat Lodge is one thing, one of the facets where people go for ceremony. Yeah, yes, it is. It's, it's pretty deep conversation. I'm not sure how to go about getting into that conversation, but, uh, yes, the Sweat Lodges, there's Vision Quest, um, uh, which takes much, which takes a lot of time, time. to get ready for. Right, and, and 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 is lengthy in itself. It's lengthy, Days. and it's 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 one of the most hardest things I think I've ever done. Right, I I refuse next to, to losing my mind. my mother. Yeah, that's tough. But you know, share. Let's let's go into the mother thing for a minute mm-hmm. because that that can lead into the, one of the other subjects I wanted to talk about. The uh, you had a dream with your mother coming to you. How cool was that? Share with the, well, you, you just shared it. It's <laughs> it's phenomenal. That she still yeah, guides my, you through dreams. Yes, yeah, so my mom's been gone for about 20 years now, and that's when I came up to Lapeer area mm-hmm. after she passed. And um, she still comes in my dreams. It was a couple of years ago. I've seen her prior to that since this, this dream. Mm-hmm. But I had some tooth thing done in the front of my mouth, mm-hmm. and I was in extreme pain. There you go. Uh, for a very long time. Massive. More than ever I've ever had before. And I went to sleep thinking I was really not going to wake up. Wow. Was that deep? Yeah. It's tough. Uh, mom came in the dream. I I holded her hand. She said, I said, it was so nice to see her, and I loved her. Mm-hmm. 
and she says, "Come with me." I got it. And it was a real experience, but in this Google. was really deep. Yeah. Yes, it I was, love those. It was very real, and she grabbed my hand, and she she looked great, and she took me to a guru. Mm-hmm. I don't know his name. He had long beard, long hair, mm-hmm. the beads, uh, dried flowers around the pillow, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting. Was ne- he sitting cross-legged? I do believe so. Yeah. And I'm, I sat next to the pillow mm-hmm. playing with the flowers as he's talking. Right. And told me that I was going to be okay mm-hmm. and that a part of life is there's suffering and there's pain, physical pain, and you're going to make it. Mm-hmm. But besides that, he was talking, I, I must say, for about an hour probably to me, which I don't really know what he was kind of saying because the dream got really deep. And mm-hmm. then mom came back come got me and... I told her I didn't want to go, that I liked him and wanted to stay. She says, it's time to go. She did say that. It's time to go. Right. Like back, really. Right. It's time to go back. And I told her I loved her, and she she disappeared, and I woke up. Wow. What a great great visit. It was a wonderful visit. It was a nice visit. It was nice for her to do that because I was really upset. I mean, mean, I think you're going to die when you go to bed. That's that's pretty it's pretty upsetting. <laughs> I mean, we you just kicked a cable or something, so you oh. you've disappeared. There you are. This is the hand of God reaching into the camera. <laughs> Can you get it? We're learning. This is what we're all about. Look at you looking beautiful. <laughs> Look, you're a techie already. Yeah. <laughs> well, I get a job here. Good job. Oh, oh, oh you're fired. <laughs> Help me. I'm falling. I can't get up. <laughs> cancel, cancel. Is it just a suction cup or something? Or a... There you go. Uh-oh. Can you Testing. Can you, can you tilt it up a little bit? Up so you can see your head. There you go. Perfect. Is that good? Yeah, that's good. Oh, that's good. See how you're great. So the so um, you know visiting from the afterlife is kind of cool. A lot of people say you can't, and I got news for you. As far as I'm concerned, based on the experiences that I have and the knowledge that I get, and listen closely, folks. This is a teaching moment. A lot of people want to leave, and I'm going to tell you, according to Christianity, God says that He presents before you life and death. Choose life. You have free will. Death is a choice. Mm-hmm. If you're going, and you can do whatever you want, you don't have to believe what I'm saying, but paying attention a little bit, just in case, wouldn't hurt you. Wouldn't hurt you. Is if you're buying life insurance and burial plots, you are planning to die. If you're anchoring into it, that's your business. I personally wouldn't mind getting out of here, but the more I know God, the more I cannot get out. I'm going to have to choose death to do it, and I'm going to share my experience with my dad when he passed. Now, it's a it's a longer story, and I'm I'm going to shorten it as best I can. So he was not sick, as far as I could tell, a day in his life. And the, the whole dynamics of the family are all interwoven in this story. But but for me, it was an exciting time. Yes, it was an exciting time. <laughs> I love this whole life and, and life experience and death and, and the inner workings. And the more I know, the more I can help people stay if they want to stay in the human physical form. Science itself, I mean, listen to some more podcasts, but science itself doesn't understand why people are dying. They know that every part of the body renews itself. Go look it up yourself, folks. I do not anchor into science. I anchor into God. God does work through, through doctors, but if you don't have a doctor, you can talk to God. So, so my dad was sick, 
the dynamics of the family were in there. I'm not going to go into that right this second, but it plays into other information that we'll talk about someday and maybe even next podcast. But um, so my mother called me and told, your, you know, told me your father's in the hospital. So, uh, so I go down, and when I walked in, everybody, all the family was there. When I walked in the hospital, all of them turned their backs on me. This is going to lead into feeling, you know, people who feel separated out, not welcome no matter what you do. I mean, I'm going to tell you, I was as good as it gets as far as being a good girl. You know, not breaking any rules that that should get you disbarred from your family. God bless them. But when you are separated out, if you've got a mission and the, and you need to be alone, even though you don't know you're headed in that direction, I'm going to tell you, Dave Borwick, who is an astrologer friend of mine, and I highly recommend him and anyone that uh, Lisa would recommend, if you're going to go in that direction for guidance, that's your business, know that you don't need to do that. But if you're looking, at least find somebody authentic that isn't going to rake you over the coals and take your money and just, like, guide you and haunt you and, you know, tell you things that you don't, that that are garbage, you know, because God does work through other people. So, so I go in there, they turn their backs and, and, um, they, they, they tell me that he's, at first they said they was, he was going to surgery. And, um, this is before I got down there. Well, I, I talked to, I called the, the nurse's station and they said, you know, he's going in right now. And I said, is there any way you can get a message to him based on my belief system and things that he and I have talked about? You know, that you can come out of this, you know, that don't, don't worry about no matter what they say, there's nothing God can't do. Now, he wasn't a holy roller, and frankly, I've turned into one. I couldn't help myself. I've seen miracles, and there's no going back. So he was, they actually took the phone to him. So I was able to talk to him before. So I was the last one to talk to him before he went into surgery. When I got down to the hospital and they all turned their backs on me, it's just a true story, sad but true. I wasn't in tears. I knew these people. I knew how I was being treated. And, and frankly, in that kind of environment, you shouldn't be... <laughs> anyway, so, and I'm laughing because it's so silly, really. So, uh, so all, the nurse came out of the ICU and said, you know, that everybody should go to lunch, you know, that, you know, he won't be out and he's, you know, in recovery and, and they can come back, you know, take an hour or two. And of course, I was left there alone because I wasn't welcome with the bunch and the, the tribe and the tribe walks out, goes to lunch. Immediately, as soon as the last person left that hospital, another nurse came out of the back room and said, is there anyone here to see Mr. Rado? I said, yeah, I'm, I'm his daughter. He said, well, you could come on back. I had all that time with my father. That's how good God is. Mm-hmm. That's how good God is. Yes. Last one to talk to him before surgery, first one to see him come out, and the time with him. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. So anyway, so uh, I go home, and, and then I came back. I, didn't, I mean, it, it was a short order, maybe a day or so. But I had had a dream prior to all this happening, and we'll go on that another time. So I already knew that this was going to transpire. But I was, you know, there are ways to stop it. But people have to believe that you can stop it, you know. And there are those that just don't believe it. And so they go down the rabbit trail and off they go. And so and it, all this is leading up to what I know about leaving. So I, I, I you know, my, um, uh, my nephew and I were there at uh, 2 or 3 in the morning, let's say. Family had already gone home to rest. And um, I we're sitting on the... the whatever, the venting system that sits against the wall for heating and cooling or whatever. And a, a nurse comes out and says, we got a call that, you know, you'd like to see uh, your father. I said, no, I didn't, I didn't make a call. I, and they said, no, no, we, we got a call. And I said, well, maybe somebody's in the waiting room. So we look in the waiting room and nobody's there. I said, well, maybe somebody called the hospital and they're on their way. She said, no, no, it was an inside line. There was a phone call that came from someone that said we needed to see my dad. 
they're assuming it's us, and we were the only ones there. So I'm telling you that the entities out there, the angels and such, mm-hmm. are speaking and say, go back and see your father. So <laughs> Chris and I walk back there. This is my nephew, and we're walking, and we get in there, and I'm talking to my dad, and I told him, at this, at this stage of the game in life and my knowledge, I told God, I said, look, if, if it were me, and it had an opportunity, I'd get out. But I can tell you, you can stay. You can heal 100%, totally restored. I will be here for you if that's what you want to do. And then I realized, you know, at a, at a, a few minutes later that he was gone. Now, that hospital didn't say that, but I could, I could tell he had left. And so I told my, my nephew was on the other side of the bed, and my, my uh, nephew says, I said, we might as well go because he's not here, you know. So we left, and it was a, he went to his house in Farmington. I went up to the Lapeer area. Uh, where I reside, and um, it was a terrible icy road. So I get there. It took about an hour to get home, and um, which it shouldn't have taken. So I get to I get home. I lay down. I just barely close my eyes, and I had a vision of my father laying on what could be referred to as a table. And there were a pair of uh, there was um, male hands in white gloves smoothing out my father's face. Now my father was looking good. He was eighty five, but he was not wrinkled. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I just left him. I know, I know he wasn't wrinkled. And I wasn't sleeping yet, so it was vision. And then I heard his voice in the room, loud, like a PA system over the, you know, when you went to school, elementary and all that, they, the announcements would come. And it was my father's voice, and he says, in this tone, he says, Oh, my God, it's great. I look like I did when I was 40. I'm thinking, thanks, Dad. And I laid down and went to sleep. I have not shed one tear. I mean, I had one moment somewhere in the last, you know, 10 years or so, where I was driving down 69, it was a beautiful sunny day, and I looked in this field, and my, I thought, you know, my dad would really like this image. And I cried about how beautiful it was, mm-hmm. not that he was gone. Because, frankly, because of the dynamics with the family and how they've set it up, you know, my mother in particular, I didn't get to see my dad as much as I could have. You know, but, but the good news is, is I was being uh, trained or, or um, put in a position to know what it's like that he wasn't physically there, but I could talk to him. So I was always already, I mean, nurtured into the position of being okay with the whole thing. So what I want to say to this, based on your experience, Lisa and mine, is, is that um, what I know to be true is there are people, spirit people, people before they're in the flesh, that want to come to the planet. And I'm telling you people, listen to some of these podcasts and what I've got to say is that you can, in fact, stay. Because the truth of the matter is this, is the only reason, if you want to believe in reincarnation, which I do know to be true, and I'll, I'll give an experience of that, proving it to me, so there's no going back. Because, you know, you never really know, but I know, and I'll give you that experience, is that the people come in to have a physical feeling, to experience, the, because there is no feeling in spirit. So they're, like, begging to come in, the thing is, is as soon as you leave, I mean, I'm telling you, as soon as you get out of this body, you're in perfect healing right there thinking, oh, my God, I, I could have worked through that. I, you know, that pain is something I, I didn't go in there to feel pain, but it's just a feeling. You know, you don't have to feel pain. You don't have to feel pain. If you can accept that there is crap going on down here, because any physical feeling, as far as I'm concerned, is a message. And if a person can be accepting that there are people trying to get at you to stop you from having a good day, and our own mind setting us up based on things we've learned that maybe weren't the healthiest things for us, 
you know, why aren't you loved? Why can't you do this? Why don't you get that? You know, and you're suffer, 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 like you were referring to brilliantly, by the way. Yeah. I, no, I love what you have to say. I like your experiences and how you uh, went through it. So just know this, is that if you can latch on to the fact that all things are possible, and in that realm of all things are possible, that you can, in fact, stay. And the only reason, according to me, you heard it here first, perhaps, to reincarnate is to finally get to the point when you're here to say, I never had to leave. I never had to leave. You know, they say, I'm coming back for lessons. I got news for you. It's my opinion that if God made you, he didn't make you and say, like, cut you loose on the earth and say, go figure that fucker out. Excuse my language. Uh-oh. Oh. Joe, don't beat me up. <laughs> but, I mean, that's how I feel. You know what I mean? Past life sailor. <laughs> anyway, so the experience about death is, is a, like a cliff you do not have to run off of. So, you know, Lisa, if you can grasp that the only reason to go and come back is because you didn't know you could stay. Just keep in mind, if people believe in science, you can look it up. Science doesn't know why people are dying because every body part renews itself every so many days. I don't know, 7 or 21 for flesh, you know, and then there's organs and such. I mean, pay attention. They don't know why it's happening. And I'm telling you, the reason it's happening is people aren't feeding the spirit. There's a phrase within uh, the book called the Bible that says that the body without the spirit is dead. And no truer words were ever spoken. So if you feed the spirit, I mean, if, if it's dead without the spirit, then feed the spirit to keep it alive. You know, that's not vitamin A and B and all the greens and, you know what I mean? It's a healthy thing. So in the, in the, in the native way, they have a, um, a, a, the, the different ceremonies are what fascinates me. You know, I mean, you speak to the, I mean, you were honored to carry the pipe. Well, uh, well, um, they say it's it's it, you can make your own, mm -hmm. but it's best to be gifted one. Right. Uh, my father, I had one wrapped up mm -hmm. for many years that I did not know about. Oh, speak first because I love that story yeah. well, or an experience. What is the purpose for a person? Uh, not purpose. The, the, it's an honor to carry one and, and work with one. But it, they, but it, what is the purpose of the pipe? Let's do that because people know the word peace pipe. You know what I mean? Let's, yes. let's give a little clarity to that well, that's, that's, because it's a ceremony. Yes, that's very deep. You need to add, It's connecting to source. It, it's connecting to spirit, right. to smoke. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's man and female. And mm -hmm. when you put it together, we're as one. Um, so the pipe itself has a male-female part? Yes. And so it does connect to creating right. one. That's a beautiful, like a marriage. Yes. A, a real marriage. <laughs> yes. They're, they're hard. A union. They're really hard to actually talk about publicly mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. be, uh, say, but yes, my father did uh, gift me one. Mm -hmm. He did not know what it was. Mm -hmm. And I happened to be on the road for like, I want to say. And the road is the red road. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, the no, red, that's okay. The Just red road for, uh, for about, I want to say maybe. 13 years, 14 years before I realized he had. I was so excited when I opened this thing. You wouldn't, I was like jumping right. for joy. Right. You know, he carried that and it came to you. It's so, and it, and, it, and it came from a father figure. It, it did. A leader I, of a family. Yeah, my father's a good man, very talented hairdresser and also a world-renowned palm reader. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But he was he was well known as a hairdresser. He wasn't oh, just very, a local. Oh, very very well known as a hairdresser. And actually, did he uh, did a radio show, Dino Day? All right. And he did readings mm-hmm. over the phone. And his name? Uh, Frank. Right. Yeah, Franco the Magnificent was yeah. what his name Dino was. Day, Dino Day. That brings Day. back that brings back my lifetime. Yeah. Am. <laughs> I was on dance shows with my sister at the same time. You were. What do you remember the name of the show? Yeah, Two Hot Heat Wave Tremors in Industry. And we were <laughs> on uh, Channel 4 every Sunday at 7 o'clock. Well, yeah. Oh, my God. Better than the morning. So I, had, I had a lot of fun. Thank yeah. you for that. Good time in Detroit. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was fun for a long time. Just the, just, the oppor- just the opportunities that you've had. I tell stories to people, and my one girlfriend says, it sounds like you've lived a life of 100 years old. Because <laughs> as much as you've done, and I haven't even gotten to the top of the surface. So. Yeah, but you know what's cool about it is that the people that have those experiences take the opportunities. Well, I, I loved everybody, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's what really helped me. My parents uh, mm-hmm. brought me up like that. Um, to always look at people as people. And mm-hmm. I think that really helped me in life. Uh, it was so wonderful to me, everybody. I, I really never had deep issues with anybody could mm-hmm. always have a conversation with, yeah. with just about anybody you know like i tell some people to be quite frank with you you know if, if you're really deeply upset go to the va and 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 and, and get to know some people there and, and help right. them oh and, and right. put and, and, yeah you you know and, and I'm it's the same you, thing with going to help the homeless i mean I, if, you, if you think you're having a bad I day know it. go see a bad day i know it right. and and uh my dad was a veteran of the korean war combat mm-hmm. medic mm-hmm. front line he didn't carry a weapon and uh <laughs> it's fascinating he, in he, itself yeah that was yeah. uh dad um i'm proud of that of that he did that mm-hmm. and although he signed up and you know, maybe didn't realize the war was going to break out, but in two years it did. Right. And he was there for 18 months. Surprise! 18 months. <laughs> he said that was too long. One night. They were, took the wrong opportunity. No, no, no. He was yeah. supposed to be there. I, 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 and his brother went as well, Jack. Jack Vazelli. Wonderful uh, brother. Now, his brother was, was three hospitals down from the front line. So he was so quite So he a was ways. a medic also? Yeah, he was he was working in the hospital. He's quite a ways okay. from. So they weren't sick. One was a medic, and one was working in the could hospital. Could you imagine you're? And I think at the time you weren't even supposed to have brothers in there. Oh, let, so there. well. Let yeah. me just interject yeah. for a second there. Yeah. So my father had six brothers, one of them and, and one sister, and one of them wasn't you know didn't never left home. He had some issues, but every last one of those boys was recruited, mm. all of them. You know, they they felt, and then the one who was home was never going to be married or have children. So what you're saying is they're not supposed to send all the boys, but they certainly did. Yeah. And they did make four of them came home on leave, not knowing that they were going to be home on leave, and the mother didn't know it either. So there was this massive article about these four guys coming from different service uh, and stations coming in at home at the same time. I know they changed that after a certain year. Oh, my God, that was World War II. Holy cow. You know, I mean, taking all your boys, (laughs) you know. Yeah, well, war, Dad's got some wild war stories, I want to tell you. But um, to go back to... Um, the, well, we were talking about the pipe and how, how oh, your party to that and your dad yeah, so brought had, that uh, to your uh, life. Dear, so it was like confirmation, really. Uh, yeah, a dear friend of mine, uh, I showed it to him, and he taught me how to clean it out. And, I, of course, I had experience with pipes prior to mm-hmm. that. But I was never looking to make one for myself or go buy one. Right. Never. Right. So I was taught that it should come to you. Right. 
And it did. And it was it's a true Lakota pipe. Mm-hmm. It's got four circles around the top for each direction. And I'm sure that means a lot more well, than they honor and, and for the public, the honoring each direction, north, south, east, and west. Yes. And then each, each direction represents a certain... It's got a circle on the right. tip of the pipe. Mm-hmm. Four circles. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be the four corners of the earth. Or, you know, all different things that I'm sure it means. Oh, there's so much more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, As with I, any teaching, really. But I made a stem, mm-hmm. two of them actually, uh, with mm-hmm. the pipe. I made two. And what does the stem do? The stem connects to the pipe, okay. so you can smoke. Uh, okay. And we made it out of um, a certain tree mm-hmm. together. It took me a while to make that. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud. I'm, I'm so now. I I per se don't really do too many public things right. with it. Mm-hmm. With my community, I do. Mm-hmm. But um, if somebody asks me. Mm-hmm. Or I feel like um, what, uh, it, offering it for somebody. Right. It's yes. for prayer. Yes. It's for always, connection. It's for it's I, for I don't want anything in return. Right. I'm just there for love. You're gifting. Just there for the spirit to, to help. Yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful thing to be a pipe carrier. I have to share with you this now that I'm thinking about it. I was at a powwow in Southfield. I saw this ring, and it was, and it was calling to me. I spoke with people on another podcast how you know inanimate objects can call to you. They want, in fact, so many things are calling to certain people that they turn out to be hoarders. You know, they collect these things and don't know why they're doing it. And science and therapy, you know, they're not going to get to the point when they, re- it, it, unless they listen to this, because I, I can assure you it's new. Because I had an experience where a shot glass called to me, and I don't, I don't drink alcohol, and it was black, and I was trying to make excuses of why I should get it. I, I took two home. They were 25 cents a piece from Salvation Army. And ultimately, the next day, I, I, you know, I'm trying to think, what could I use these for? So I, I put cream in it for my coffee. I'm in my, it's an extra step. I'm not really into extra steps to anything. I want to just know stuff and use stuff. And so the cream went into the glass to kind of uh, warm it up from the refrigerator before I put it in the coffee. As I'm carrying this little black shot glass, hand-blown, inanimate, man-made, to the coffee cup, I hear a voice that says, thank you for using me for milk. Mm-hmm. I mean, I started to cry. I mean, I was in shock. And for me, I mean, I, I, I experienced a lot of things. I did not expect a man-made, hand-blown object that was meant to do cold alcohol to be grateful to be used for milk. Hmm. That's interesting. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, I, I never really went into the thought that people could be reincarnated to, you know, something and realizing, I don't want to be like that. You know, yeah. think of, if that's the case, think about the people that want to be a fly on the wall. Oh, God, that's pretty bad. Yeah. So, so... <laughs> yeah, I'll say about that. But but at this so at this powwow, this ring called, and I said, no, I don't, I don't need, an, I do like rings. Everybody see the rings. Um, and then the next year, I went back and I said, you know, I saw this ring. I said, I, I can describe it to you. I'm just wondering if you have it. I don't see it sitting out. Maybe it's sold. So what it was and is, and I did get it. He had it in a bag, buried in hundreds of rings. He says, I know the ring you're talking about. He says, I only have the one, so I I know what it is. It's a, a pipe carrier. He's it's it's inlaid with stone in the silver uh, oval, mm. and he's got the pipe and he's honoring it. Oh, that's nice. And so, it, but, and that came after the the pipe that came my way. I was I was at a uh, powwow, and we talked about this a little on a podcast that didn't make it. <laughs> and at the powwow, um, there was a, a native dancer, a grass dancer, and he had this dancing stick, and it had it was it was long like a staff, not too long, maybe three feet, not even. And it had a, a swoop to it with a with a like a twine of sorts, and then it had feathers hanging from it. 
it just it just seemed like I needed that. You know, I wanted to dance like that at my own property. So I went through the whole power. I mean, all the vendors, I mean, hundreds of vendors at that point. It was when when powers were really great. And they're all great, but this one was magnificently large and lots of people, lots of dancers and drummers. Oh, my gosh. And I came across this dance stick, so I bought it. Mm-hmm. I was so excited to have it. It had an antler at the end, and so did the one in the dancing. It wasn't as big, you know. It was short, maybe two feet. And I got it home, and I had it a period of time, and I took it out, and I was, you know, going to put some drumming on and do my own dancing in the property and just enjoy the drums. And by golly, if I didn't notice, it was a pipe. (laughs) This darn thing. And the only reason I sought it out was because of the dance stick. You know, if I hadn't seen the dance, I wouldn't have been looking for the very only one that was there like that. That's very interesting. Same thing you found. That is, I, you know, I was if that's not, so excited right. when I opened that. Some things are meant to be. When I opened that it's, drawer. It's <laughs> yeah, right. So I, I, I want to, uh, just based on, you know, the things that nurture us and bring us to focus and be healthier in our lives, you know, if we can all, you know, get to a point where we credit what created us, at least on some level, I mean, you can take whatever path you want. You know, if you if you can get to the point where you know that there is a creator, some something out there, put it all together in such a way that it wasn't human, you know, that it was magnificent, that we're a part of it, mm-hmm. and if you seek, you're going to find it. Mm-hmm. If it is hurtful and feels bad, you are on the wrong path, mm-hmm. plain and simple. Mm-hmm. You know, listen to your own self and the voices that come that are positive and right and good, and right as in leading you to, to, to good things in your life, and anything that it leads you astray, that that's, and you know, if I've talked in other podcasts, that it's, it's the wrong voice. You know, hone your hone yourself to the voice that loves you. Well, I I I had you know there's there was a lot of challenges. Uh, there's a lot of people that can really, and I think anywhere can really challenge you, mm-hmm. um, to find your place, mm-hmm. like or um, discourage you right. from your road. Right. I called an elder once, very upset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> had a problem with a friend of mine at at, at one of the places. And, mm-hmm. Said Lisa. Well, first he asked his name, and he said, "Well, his name sounds kind of goofy anyway. No wonder he had a problem with the guy. You know, <laughs> I'm laughing so hard. He always got you laughing so hard. You're, you're serious, tearing up. You know, what am I gonna do? Oh, I can't go back. You know, you know. And and uh, he says, Lisa, don't ever let anybody discourage you off that off the road, right. off any road. Right, right, ever. Right. You know, I was ready to pack it up, yeah. not go back. Right." Let them have what they want. No, no, no. He right. said, you go back to yourself, continue your prayer, mm-hmm. it'll all work out. Right. Okay? Right. Oh, he was so nice guy. Right. Yeah, what a great guy. It's, imp- it's important. Grandfather Limping Snow Wolf. Not dog? No. Snow Wolf. Snow Wolf. And he, a uh, great gentleman, Hopi Prophecy. I used to do singing mm-hmm. prior. He was so... So nice to me. I was so blessed to meet. Well, he honored you for who you were. He really part did. of the part of the the thing we know. He to be really a- did. He never like harassed me, or he, he wasn't a he wasn't a harsh teacher. Right. There's some that are harder than others. Uh, I like them both. Right. Actually, right. I like both ways. I like people just to get it for me. Just get to the point. Yeah. You know, the one thing I know in a lot of places yeah. are these long drawn out stories but it is because my mind thinks a little differently right you know i just 
you know, I'm going to know. If somebody says something, I, I am going to know if it's true. Right. right. Or at least true for me. Right. Or if they're full of poop poopy doo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Some are. I, no, but some... no, no, but I'm going to know. Yeah. Well, and I mean, that, you know... But that's my that's my training, you know, growing up within myself and God. Because well, I, I yeah. don't I don't a lot of people will just like they take the adventure and they run right off the cliff. Mm-hmm. I'm like Looks like a cliff. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I personally don't need mm-hmm. to go off the cliff to know mm-hmm. that I have to crawl up out of there. I am not crawling up out of any hole. Well, I've noticed on that path, uh, everybody's in a hurry to get everything. Right. Yeah, I'm in a hurry to get a pipe. I'm in a hurry to get this. Oh, that's a little different. I'm not, oh, I'm not oh, yeah, I'm oh, just talking about oh, knowledge. You oh, know? okay. So, and because I sought it, I, I'm able to get it. Right. You know what I mean? A lot of people um, that, that require, you know, like steps. You know what I mean? I can tell you if if someone is drowning, and you 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 know you're looking for how to help them, you know sometimes you just don't know what to do, and if you ask, you'll be guided. Mm-hmm. I just hit myself in the ears. <laughs> the antics here is to be able to what to do. You know, I mean, I fix things in people's houses, and I've never done those things before. Mm-hmm. You know, even even you know when I was employed, you know, doing the work I did. You know, the, the, the men did not want me to succeed. You know, they didn't want a girl doing it. It was back in the day when we were given the opportunity because of Reagan. Just because you were a girl, you could get in. But the thing is, is I was gifted, and I was talking to God. I didn't know that then, but I'm thinking, mm-hmm. I remember, I mean, I didn't know anything about tools, mm-hmm. but I saw what the guy was doing. Right. He said to go to the truck and get a ratchet. Mm-hmm. Now, the ratchet in the word, I can diagnose that in my head, discern what a ratchet might mean. Yes. But something can be ratchet and mean it ba- it be rotten or bad. Mm-hmm. So I go and I drop the bin of the truck and I look and I'm like, if I were a ratchet, what would I look like? <laughs> and it, it, ca- it just spoke to me. But I didn't know that part of it. I knew I was, I was already doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are gifted at certain things. I did not know that. I mean, I, and I tell people, you know, if you, if you speak English and you come up against somebody that speaks, you're looking at another human. And you walk up and, and, and you speak and they're speaking French and you just thought everybody spoke English. Well, they don't. Mm-hmm. It's very true. And the same thing with any gift. Right. You know, I don't, you know, a flower doesn't necessarily know it's a flower. It just is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there are those of us, yourself included, you know, that are gifted, that aren't taught specifically, but come in with it, you know, or have such a connection or desire you know, because I had a desire to know stuff. I mean, I could look at people and say, you know, this, something wrong, something ain't right with you people. <laughs> you know, I couldn't possibly be one of you. But even Jesus had to come, you know, God mm-hmm. had to come back in physical form. Mm-hmm. He was not just a man. And I'm telling you, you, Lisa, you know, me, Lisa, and Snowhorse, mm-hmm. and anyone else, we're not just human. Mm-hmm. Okay, and with that, we're going to wind down because we're time up for this particular podcast. Again, this is Snow Horse and the Polar Bear, but we have a guest here, Lisa Bazelli. I love her dearly. I've known her for years. We've reconnected, and I'm so excited for that. Sweet. Thank you. We've got a lot to do. You know, a lot, a lot of fun things. I love things. you as well. Thank you. Thank you. So let's close this down. And I do want to say this, too, about the, um, what I've offered uh, to people is a prayer line. They can, if you care to call for a prayer you can go directly to God. You don't, you don't need to come to me. There's lots of prayer stations out there, but I am a person who knows God. I get results because I know him. If you're in a state where you don't know what to do, you don't know who to call, you can call the number I'm going to give you. Only give your first name. You don't have to identify who you are or what you've gone through, just what your problem is or what you want, a gift, anything. 
do you want a tangible thing or a fixing a problem? Just state what that is. I will give prayer to it. When I say prayer, I'm going to have a chat with God. I'm going to go to the boss. You know, I call, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's akin to me. You know, he's gave birth to me. I know him. You know, it's like calling and asking for a pizza. If you call and ask for a pizza, you know darn well you're going to get it because you called the right number. God is the same way for me. I know he's going to deliver. So if you care to call, please do. Just only leave your first name. Make sure it's the right number because you're going to hear it say that this is the prayer line for Snow Horse and the Polar Bear. And that phone number is 810-33. Oh, oh, almost give somebody else's number. <laughs> I almost did that the other day, too. Okay, so the number is 810-724-3223. Thank you ever so much for tuning in. I do hope you got something from this. And uh, just hang in there. We're new at what we're doing. Uh, I, hopefully there will be other guests, too. And I absolutely would love to have Lisa come back if she's willing. We're going to do one more podcast to follow up this one. We got a little we have a little extra time and I thank you again. You have a blessed day.